I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so such a good. good. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Happy Friday, everybody. Okay, so when was anyone going to tell me? Haley, I'm also putting this on you. Okay. When in the world was anyone going to tell me that the wonderful book review that I put together two weeks ago for the Paper Palace when we were having technical difficulties is that I put it together so fast, so quick, so good. When was anyone going to tell me that the title said Boom Review instead of Book Review? I did not even realize that. Otherwise, I totally would have told you that. I literally, getting on, on Anchor right now, I literally just saw it. And I was like, oh my goodness. At least Embarrassing. I know. At least it doesn't say bomb review. I mean, a bomb review would actually kind of work. It's like, this is a great review. Um, no, no, it's a boom review. But it didn't stop people from listening to it. So, and I even <laughs> posted that one, I think, like on my personal social media, being like, everyone listen. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I well, am truly. If I would have seen that, I would have told you. But apparently, I did not realize it. So maybe nobody else did. Maybe not. Now you have. Now I have. Now everyone knows. Mm -hmm. But we are going to bring you another boom review today. Oh, yeah. Another boomer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yes. We're bringing a book review. This is the book review that we were supposed to talk about two weeks ago. But we were having the technical difficulties. And then we ran into an LLD month. uh, um, uh, LLD episode. So now, Haley, can you tell us. What book are we reviewing today, even though people should have already read the title? We are going to be reviewing One Italian Summer by Rebecca Searle. And this is my third that she has written that I have read. Um, I think this is your second one. Of yes, her, right? I, have, I have not read the dinner list. So, yes, this mm-hmm. is my second one. Um, yeah, and so I... I was very excited. I think we, we talked about this book a while back because I think it was both on our um, birthday lists of mm-hmm. books that we wanted. So we've kind of given some good synopses. I know you specifically have already gone through, um, when we did the April fools episode, Oh yes. you were going through which one, um, that was your love for the month. And it was this. So this isn't the first time you guys should be hearing or seeing this title from us, but this is the first time that we both are talking about it together. Yes, and um, I think this is going to be really exciting because I don't think we well, I don't think we did a combo review of in five years because we read it so far apart. Mm-hmm. So we're going to finally be able to do a combo review of a Rebecca Searle book, and she is a great writer. And 
I'm excited. And I think especially because we're doing this review now in June, um, it is very summery, the book oh, is. Yeah. And so if you've not yet read it, I hope that this can inspire you to go find your own copy because I think if you have like somewhere you can go by the water, like a pool, or you live by the beach or a lake, perfect place to read this book. Or Definitely. in Italy. If you're going yeah, to Italy. Yeah, if you just are going to Italy or you live in Italy, buongiorno. Yeah, yeah if you're, yeah, if you're <laughs> randomly just going over there, you know, living the life I want to live, uh, take that book with you. Mm-hmm. I do love reading a book where it's based when you're there. Um, yeah that is cool. so fun super fun so that is super cool oh uh, without further ado uh let's maybe sh- what i was saying maybe we should just say what we rated it i, was I don't think just gonna say the same thing whoa whoa it's like we're almost twins but we're not <laughs> i actually have to look back to see what i read i rated it four stars so did i uh-huh we agree Yes, but I think for different reasons. So Mm -hmm. we will see what that says. So really quick, before we dive in, if you guys have missed any of the previous references we have made to this book, let me give you my little synopsis that I have on brookenbinding.com. Katie has just lost the love of her life, her mother. She doesn't know how to move forward, let alone go on a trip they were planning for years to Positano which is in Italy, by the way. Yes, it is. But a break from her life and marriage is just what she needs. So off she flies across the world to a place that she has never been to reconnect with herself and her mother, as she had visited there when she was Katie's age. Through her grief, she tries to follow the itinerary they created together. But what she doesn't have planned is running into her 30-year-old mother, alive and healthy. Katie doesn't understand how this is happening, but she wants to soak up as much time with her mother as she can. But the more Katie spends with her, the more she realizes that she might not be exactly who she thought she was. One Italian Summer touches on the what-ifs in life with a little bit of magic to create this emotional and hopeful work of literature. The end. Here we are. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so very, very good book. Love, I love Rebecca Searle's premises all the time. She kind of runs with um, like, like time travel-ish in a very interesting way it's like this re miss not myth like a myth like a mystical realism kind of thing where it's like she utilizes just random events of like this how this is in, in five years as well where like a character or like an event will happen that is like a character going to a different time or meeting people from a different time without it being all sci-fi it's just like this is how the world naturally works you just are you know suddenly yeah someone who is living in a different decade than you Ta-da! yeah it's like, very much of just all of a sudden we're here mm-hmm. it's not anything different than that yeah and she never like tries to like make the characters figure out how it works the characters are just like well i guess this is what just happened then mm-hmm. so exactly. I, I i think that's a fun way to approach it as more of like this way to use emo- it's in like an emotional like tool instead mm-hmm. of like Ooh, now we've stepped through the magic, a magic like tunnel, and here I am. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like that. It's, it's just, just like something that you experience, like as if like anyone could like it, like as if it mm-hmm. happens to anybody. Like it's just a part of life. Oh yeah, I had an emotional thing happen to me. Suddenly, I'm you know, you know, meeting my mother from thirty years ago. You know, that's just yeah. how it works. Um, yeah, exactly. And obviously, that's something that she later on somewhat explains to you. 
um she's not like well this is the scientific behind how this happened mm-hmm. but she will clarify as to what's happening and how it's happening mm-hmm. um in this world and it's it's really really cute and fun um i will say i i feel like i know you love the premise but when you were talking about this book as one of your loves mm-hmm. for the month of april march march oh my goodness gracious mm-hmm. march um you said, and I quote almost, there was maybe a little too much description, especially of food. I will and say. I feel like, okay, you go. No, no, try no, no. To, try. I, I will say too much does not necessarily mean I didn't like it. I'll just say that. Okay. Too much to me sounds like you were turned off to it. You're like, nah, okay. I don't like that. I think I just noticed that it. not true? I noticed it in excess. But I wasn't like against it. I was like, I like. This is it. a lot of food description. Like as like a side note. Yeah, this is a side note. This is a lot. Like I like it. I, I, I well, it makes me want to eat the food. But I was like, I feel like half the book was food description. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, I actually really liked it. I feel like the description was just the right amount because I am a big lover of Italian food. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't something that I felt like I was reading paragraph after paragraph of food. Or like how delicious the specific sauce was. Like I didn't really feel like that. But I feel like when you're in Italy, that's what you do. You lay in the sun. You eat a ton of food. You drink alcohol. That's it. Like so that's like you know that's what I mean? you're walking around and exploring. It's like ooh, where what food does this restaurant have? And where is this? Like there's so much. Italy is so surrounded by food. Like that, that is, is true. Like one of its main things. And so I think I just was like, oh yeah, if they take pride in their food and this is probably something super delicious and very like simple, but incredible. And I honestly really liked that. And I'm very jealous because as we have said previously, that the author actually went to Positano, mm-hmm. Italy and stayed at this that hotel, exact hotel yeah. that she references in the book. And so she is like, this is all the yummy food I got to eat. Suckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rub like, it in your faces. Rub it in your face. Now you get to see what I experienced while I was there. <laughs> I'm sure that's not what she's thinking. But no, I mean, but. I think she is really pulling on those experiences. And I think that that was so cool because it's always cool not only to read a book when you're at that location, but to have an author actually be there or to have talked to that person, you know, like with um, Heather Morris, with the Tattoo of Auschwitz, like that series, um, Mm -hmm. having that be like, I'm going to take these real life people's stories and turn it into something that's not just like a nonfiction, but bring it to life a little bit more without losing the, the truth of their story. And so there's like, you know, two sides to it, whether it's like, I am going to be at a place while I read the book or the author has taken the time to actually go to this place and write about their experience. So that's pretty special to me. I think so too. I think with the food part, again, I love the description of the food. I just think because it's a short book, I felt like I was looking for more interactions with the mom. Mm. And then there would be times where like Katie was with a different character and eating food. And you were like, get back to the mom. Yeah, I was like, find your mom again. Like, that's what was important to me was I like that connection. 
mm-hmm. of them both when they're in their youth getting to have that experience. And I know that she really didn't have any control over when she saw her mom. Like, she would just, like, show up. But in my head, I was like, um, um, like, enough having dinner with this person. Like, where's your mom? <laughs> Find her. But, again, I liked, I liked the description of the food, I think. I just thought, I think, I just noted it a lot when I was like, oh, okay, so they're, she's describing breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, but it was still, it was, it was good. I get what you're saying about wanting to really focus on the mom story, but I like that it wasn't all consuming about that. Like, I can see what you're saying of, like, maybe the story was, like, they become gal pals and they do everything together, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. But I kind of liked that the mom was this like fleeting character that she got glimpses of because it kind of kept alluring to the mystery of the mom. That's true. And then like when you kind of get like what I said in the description of my synopsis, you kind of get to know aspects of the mom that you did not know prior. Mm -hmm. And Katie knows her mom like inside and out. Like they're like. Or so she thinks. Or so she thinks. And so when you like have all that stuff revealed towards the end. It's like, oh, okay. So the mom has had her own secrets, mm-hmm. you know, that she's dealing with and and hasn't hasn't even told the Katie that, you know, is in, is present in Italy day, yeah. mm-hmm. or even the Katie that's in present day. Like, so there's some stuff that's like hidden. So I think that kind of helped with the mystery aspect of that, of like the mom kind of being fleeting here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to know, so what, so I would say let's let's try to stay away from any spoilery stuff right now. But I mm-hmm. do think it would be nice to maybe say maybe for just about five minutes we could do like a little spoiler section because I feel like my reason for having a four star is I a spoiler is a part of a spoiler, yeah. but not all of it. So I so some of it I can talk about without spoilering. Okay, spoiling it, <laughs> but it's um, a hard word. Spoilering, spoiling. Yeah, spoiling is <laughs> spoiling. No, spoiling. well, spoiling. I think that sounds more fun. Um, <laughs> so you go first. Um, okay, so obviously, I so I wanted to go to Italy since I was like young. So I remember it specifically in middle school. Haley, I have no idea if you remember this because you were in high school and you were like living your life. Um, in middle school, in sixth grade, if you didn't do band, you had to do like six other different electives. And one of those was shop. Um, and I enjoyed my shop class, actually. And in shop class, I ended up making, like, this little plaque of the Italian flag. And then it said Italy with a heart at the end, which honestly was a mistake. I probably should have done heart at the beginning because the Italian flag ends with red. And so you couldn't really see my heart, whatever, past that point. I always think about that, though. Do you remember ever seeing this plaque that I made? I'm trying to picture it in my head. It sounds vaguely familiar. Like, I feel like I can kind of see it, but not 100%. I'm sure it's somewhere up in my childhood home, hidden amongst the junk. But um, I wanted to go to Italy so bad even then that I was like, oh, I have to make this plaque for shop class, 11-year-old me. Let's make the Italian flag. So I've wanted to go to Italy for a while. I've kind of, like staunch that dream for a bit because I was focused on a lot of other locations that I wanted to travel to and I was like I know everybody goes to Italy but now for some reason deep in my soul the desire to go to Italy is so strong I cannot contain it well Um, for some reason I feel like I know what the reason is 
what's the reason? You read this book. Yeah, honestly, that did that did enlighten like me. Yeah, it reawakened it. Also, when my friends went to Italy um, a couple months ago, I have a friend that's in Italy like right now. I just there's just a lot of people going to Italy, so I'm now instead of usually I'm like oh, everyone's going there. I'm just like everyone's going there now. I gotta go. Like it's my time anyway. Um, so yes, uh, I have wanted to go to Italy for a really long time. So stepping into reading one Italian summer and getting the amazing, but I'd always wanted to go to like Rome or Florence or whatever. Um, because I like the idea of the old cities and the, um, I like the or, history of yeah, it or Ven- Venice with like the, the gondolas and stuff like that. I've always wanted to do that. I've never felt the desire to go to the Amalfi coast until I did read this book. Um, and then just the beautiful descriptions that I was like looking up videos of Positano and I was just like, I want to go. So I love the love the descriptions. Um, I love to travel internationally. So it just kind of made me feel like I was stepping into an international experience. Um, I loved getting to see Katie grow as a character because she's not the most likable <laughs> character in the beginning. Um, yeah, and not. I liked the different twists. I feel like there's like two main twists in the book. And I liked the two main twists that happened. I thought one of them I could see coming from a mile away. Like I... I just, I knew it was going to happen. Um, but the other one, the one that's kind of like the mom, something about the mom, um, I really, really liked it. And I didn't really see that coming. So I liked that a lot. And then I liked the way that the book resolved. I felt like it had a really great resolution. Katie was for sure a dynamic uh, character in her growth. To say the least. Yeah, honestly, she, they gave us very little to work with. So I, I she didn't come out better on the other end. I'd be very surprised. Um, so... I thought it was a really, really great book. I felt like there still could have been more to it. I think maybe just more interactions with the mom. Um, I definitely felt like there was a little bit lacking in some places that like Rebecca was making up with this more like beautiful descriptions, which is hard to not do when you've actually been to the place. And I understand Mm -hmm. that. Um, I just think like the premise was so good that I was waiting for the plot to like live up to that expectation. Um, and I did cry in the very, very beginning because the very beginning, her mom is already dead and she like talks about her and like that did make me cry, but it didn't make me sob my eyes out like in five years. And I don't know if it's supposed to make you do that, but I was waiting for a little bit more. Yeah. I was waiting for more of an emotional tie in like in five years, but I don't know if you can make a more emotional book than that. So I know. Yeah. Okay. So. I want in the little spoiler section you to talk about the two twists that you think there are. Mm-hmm. I think I know what you're talking about, but I would just like to know the two specific you're thinking of just to sure. clarify. Okay, so my reasoning for four stars is because I liked overall, I would say there's one element that I will talk about in the spoilery section that I did not like. And I feel like it takes up a good chunk of this plot line that I was getting really frustrated about. Um, but I, it does resolve. And so I kind of like made my peace with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did say that like um, Rebecca is an author that loves to play with time, relationships, family, and can pull on your heartstrings pretty well. Um, but Katie was not my favorite character overall. You know, I, I said I, I didn't really like Katie, but I appreciated all the time and effort that Rebecca put into the story. Like, creating this book like she put a lot of time and effort into it and really thought through it and like it's you know we talked about it before but it's supposed to be like a reflection of her relationship with her mother Mm -hmm. and the fact that she actually went to this place in Italy like this is like 
a lot of time and dedication. It's probably like a little love letter to her own mother, you know? So I don't want to like bash on it or anything because the main element, like the main storyline about the mom. Oh, I think I know your two twists. Yeah. But um, the main story about the mom and her and her trying to like cope with things. I really, really liked, but Katie just is not a nice person. Like in the beginning, she is so mean to her husband. She I is. was like, so I felt so bad for him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're like worthless. Like I can't even be in this marriage anymore just because my mother died. And he literally looks at her and goes like, like, I loved her too. Like I'm I know too. She's, she's, and she's, just she's so, so selfish. selfish and so like blinded and just uh-huh. like tunnel vision of like my world is falling apart. And it's like, girlfriend. Your husband is right here. He wants to support you. And you're just going to like gallivant off to. And he's like the only Italy. like relationship she's ever had, I think, for like 12 years or so. And they've been together for a really yeah, long time. Really and long he time. loved both of her parents as well. I just. Yeah. It, it was and so frustrating. Just like about to like. She's like, I'm just ready to like go th- throw it all away, you know. And luckily, as the plot progresses, you kind of see her start to reflect on their relationship and stuff like that. But it's just like, seriously, girlfriend, like, mm-hmm. you're gonna just be obnoxious and be so mean to the people that love you that are around you. Like, I was not a fan of that. Um, I mean, people grieve in different ways, but I don't really think that's the great way to go about it. Um, so I would say, yeah, like, without being spoilery, I gave it a four just because of how much effort that the author put into it. Um, I did like the overall like storyline of it i thought it was a fun read but um i would say one of the main plot factors i was not a fan of which is why i couldn't give it the five like a canon in five years like mm-hmm. in five years is is without a doubt a five star. it's just it's amazing so yeah so that's non-spoilery my review okay um i will say one other thing about the relationship with her mom because i forgot i didn't mention anything in mine but I was very turned off to Katie because of her, like, it felt like an obsession with her mother. It was. Yeah, it, it was, felt very obsessed. And I feel kind of bad about that because I, it's based off Rebecca's re- own relationship with her mom, who I also think has passed. I could be wrong. I read yeah, two, I think, I, yeah. I, don't I know. feel like that feels familiar. Yes. So if not, I'm sorry, but a part of me kind of does feel like th- she might have yeah, passed as well. Yeah, I think that I think that's right. Um, and I was just, I just didn't. And, and maybe it's just because I can't imagine having. I mean, I love our parents. I think they're great. I can't imagine wanting a divorce because one of my parents died, and I could not be. Or I would not call one of my parents the great love of my life, as she like refers to her mother. Like, Mm -hmm. I know. And and I feel bad that that's based off of her real relationship. But I gotta say, um, little unhealthy. (laughs) (laughs) It really does not. And I hope that writing this book had gotten Rebecca to realize that. And it's kind of a reflection on her own. But maybe she took maybe she took her own relationship with her mom and just like heightened the stakes a little bit. Like she just made it even more intense than it really was. Like, I'm sure she loves her mom and stuff but maybe she took it to an extreme for the character's sake you know she totally could have but yeah it was definitely it was so unrelatable I couldn't handle it like I was like you created a very unlikable and completely unrelatable character because I have never ever ever heard anybody else refer to like their mom in this way so 
anyway, I just wanted to add that point to it. Like, I was very turned off to Katie in the very beginning when she was just like, and her mom seemed like a sweet gal and like really great and stuff. But I was like, I feel like that's taking it a step, like many, many steps too far in the wrong direction. Gotcha. All right. So do we want to move into, I still think it's worthy read. Four stars. Four stars. Um, yep. so, so do we want to move into our spoilery section just to mention a few of those things that we yes. were unsure about? Yeah, so we'll try to keep it short. Let's say in five minutes, fast forward in five minutes, and uh, we should be done. We'll be back. Um, okay, so I want to clarify the twists. Okay. Just for you and for the listeners, I guess. So twist one is that she went back in time, Katie. Yes. And I figured that out pretty quickly. You did? I did because first of all, I noticed that like the one when she first got to the hotel and she was talking to that one girl, the older, um, la- the older like lady, the older lady who was yeah, yeah wasn't around I, anymore. Yeah, I just noticed she wasn't there and I was like, where the I crap figured did she, she go? Was, like on vacation. She like went off and like was went and did something business related. Like Well, was, like, I I I think they said something like that. Like yeah, when she came so. back in the present time she had gone from somewhere. But I just remember thinking to myself, like, she's been gone a really long time. Or like, I don't remember learning any of these other people's names. Like, I just remember being like, really confused and feeling like a whole new staff came in. Um, and then, like, there would be little things like she, like, wore her Birkenstocks. And that one guy was like, what are you wearing? And she's like, they're my Birkenstocks. They're great for everything. And I was like, he clearly doesn't know what Birkenstocks are. Um, and I feel like those were the two things that still stick out in my head of like, oh, I think that she's in the past was the Birkenstocks thing. And then the staff being different. Um, well, that was very perceptive. Why? I did not Thank pick you. up on that. I literally was like, I texted you and I said, mad, they made an error uh-huh. <laughs> because she has like this little library outside by her room where her room is. And like she picks up a book I can't remember what it is but it's like maybe it's like Leanne Moriarty it's something where it's like a a, um a nowadays author and I'm like this book wouldn't be Mm -hmm. around it was wasn't it Big Summer yes Big Big Summer Summer. by Jennifer Jennifer Weiner Weiner. yeah Jennifer Weiner and it's like what in the world and then you just realize like oh she hopped back into present, into present time day. yeah you texted me and i was like oh good catch <laughs> <laughs> oh man i feign ignorance with you all the time oh my goodness <laughs> um yes that i and I, when that happened i did realize i was like oh she's not gonna see her mom again sad oh, what, look at you i know i'm so perceptive very um, good. Thank you. And what was your second twist? The second twist was that the, she was already born when her mom was yeah. in so, That blew my mind. What happens is Katie knew that her mom had gone to Italy to kind of clear her head and get her life sorted out. And she thought it was before she had met her dad and like had her and all this stuff. But what happened actually was the mom left after Katie was maybe like, I think six to nine months old. I can't remember. Mm-hmm, because they had her really quickly. Yeah. And so she kind of felt overwhelmed and was like, I need to like sort my life out and figure out if this is what I want or whatever. And so she left her and the dad back in LA so she could like gallivant in Italy for a little while while she sorted things out. Mm-hmm. What, what a, that is a patient man. That is a patient man. Yeah. I would be so upset. 
Yes. Anyway, I really like that twist. I like that it made Katie look at her mom in a different light and see her more as human instead of like obsessive. Um, so we only have like a minute and a left of our minute and a half left of our spoiler section because I talk a lot. So Haley, I know what you want to share that you didn't like. About the yes. Book. So because we did not know that, oh, I did not know that she was in the past. She starts to like have this kind of fling like flirty relationship with this guy at the hotel who's trying to buy the hotel and stuff Um, like that mm -hmm. and they like go out to dinner together and they even like make out I think they they sleep together Mm -hmm. and I'm just like you're crazy are you kidding you have an awesome man who's waiting for you and you're screwing it up Mm -hmm. um so I did not like that at all and then it's like just pretend it was all in the past. Mm-hmm. It never really happened or did it. Wink, wink. But now she realizes that her husband's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it just bothered me so much. That's essentially what I had to say about that. Because I felt like it was like, we're going to like test the waters and push boundaries. But oh, just kidding. Like it was pretend. Like I just, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that that series that you read where it was like, this person died. Just uh-huh. kidding, we're back to life. Like, I didn't, yeah. that bothered me. Yeah, that is, that is fair. That is understandable. Um, but yeah, I also didn't like that part as well, even though I knew it was in the past. Just didn't like it. But I'm glad things resolved, her being back with her husband in the end. Okay, I think that should be the end of our spoiler section. All right. And we are back. So um, I think we talked about some good stuff in the spoiler section. We'll probably very quickly. Um Yes, I would, to reiterate, Haley, I agreed with what you didn't like, um, but I think it resolved itself well. But yeah, it could also be very much like, Haley had mentioned this in our spoiler section, if you didn't listen to it, um, that there's like this plot thing that happens that we didn't really like, and then something resolves that it makes it feel like, oh, it doesn't really matter at all. Yeah, like all of that doesn't really make a difference. It doesn't really really make a difference. So it kind of feels like, well, then why did you put it in if it didn't actually matter? Probably for the shock appeal. but And even maybe for the character's sake of like personal growth maybe or something like that. I don't know. But I didn't like it. Anyway. Yes. That's the, I'm not going to get into another rant because we're not in the spoiler section. We're not. So yeah. That 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 is it. This that's I feel like that's our comprehensive review of One Italian Summer. Yes. Overall it was enjoyable. Not my favorite ever, but it was very fun. And I can definitely see why people are like, um, I'm about to go to Italy right now. <laughs> like, bye. Booking their flights. You know, this poor Poseidon hotel is gonna be swarmed with like nerds. Because everyone who's read this book is gonna start to go be there. And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm exactly where Katie was and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm sure that's happening. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I really liked it. Yes, I don't think it's like the absolute best book she's ever written. Um, but it did make me really want to go to Italy. Did it not make you want to go to Italy? It did, but not like, it definitely did. But I wasn't like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like amazed like I have to right now but I did actually like I said earlier the description was fun and I did not mind that part so that was helpful okay good fun descriptions okay so mm-hmm. overall four star four stars definitely a read you want to get especially in the summertime or if you're going to Italy 
would 100% recommend. Or if you've been to Italy and you want to, like, revisit those memories, mm-hmm. I would recommend it. It's still very good. And if you haven't read In Five Years by Rebecca Searle, definitely read it. It's very good. I read it in the month of January. I think that's a perfect time to read it. But um, if you're not a emotional or seasonal reader, then just whatever. Read it in summertime if you want to. It feels weird, though. <laughs> um. All right. So, Haley, what are you reading right now? I am. Re- I just love your little chuckle to yourself. That's hilarious. <laughs> you're like, man, I'm funny. I am um, hilarious. I'm reading, which I want. I wanted to be done with this already, but I'm not. I'm hoping to finish it today. I've got like 140 pages maybe to go. Mm-hmm. But I, it's called The Change by Kirsten Miller. Oh, yeah. And it is apparently the Good Morning America book club choice, which I didn't know that. But it was an add-on book for Book of the Month. And I was kind of intrigued by it, which obviously why I got it. Um, but it's essentially about these three women that live in this community of Mattock, um, which is off of like, which is kind of like in the Northeast kind of by New York City-ish area. I'm not sure exactly where it's at, but it's like over there somewhere. Um, And it's these three women in the Long Island Oceanfront community. So it's in Long Island. Um, So there's Nessa, there's Harriet, and there is Joe. And these three women are like middle-aged. They are um, at different stages of their life than they had been before like one of them her daughters are grown the other one she um stopped working at this accounting firm she had been at for years with her husband because he left her for a younger lady and the other woman has her own gym and she um wanted a place where all of these women who didn't want to like show up at the gym and like have to wear cute little outfits to like show off for all the guys who are there like it's a woman's only gym so they can like do whatever they need to do um and not be worried about being checked out all the time um and so they but they each have something kind of unique about them they each have like a special power um and it's a little bit more like they call it like hoodoo-y mm-hmm. um but it's more of like one of the women um can have I'm not gonna tell you all of them but like one of the women is able to like hone energy like she gets really really hot and can like burn you if she touches you if she gets like it's a lot of like her anger coming out Mm -hmm. it's like in it's like in heat the other woman is um really really good with horticulture like she kind of starts to let the nature and her garden take over and like she's like this plant could kill you and this plant will save you and this is here and there and so um and then this other girl I won't tell you hers because it's really kind of pivotal to the story but mm-hmm. anyway what happens is they all kind of start to team up and start to solve crimes interesting yes yeah, so the powers that they all use it's really cool because actually how it's written is like you get flashbacks of the women as they're like growing up or like different stages of their life that have gotten to them to where they're at now. So some more of like the present stuff makes a little bit more sense. Um, but I've like gotten, I got like halfway through and I'm like, Oh yeah, I have to remind myself. There's like a murder mystery kind of happening. Like there's like these women who are like really trying to figure out what's happening on in their community because you also get wrapped up in some of the backstories and understanding maybe where the powers are coming from or how they 
you know, learned they had these abilities and stuff like that. Um, so I'm not 100% done yet, mm-hmm. but I'm really excited where it's going. And it's a really fun read, but it does like take my focus. It's written a little bit differently than like just an easy breezy thriller I can pump out in like, you know, two sittings. It takes, and it's a long book. It's like almost 500 pages. So it takes a lot of my energy to just focus and, and to read. Okay. I've heard it's really, mm-hmm. really good though. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Hey, good. Um, I so, am, Maddie, what are you reading? So I just finished Project Hail Mary. Um, woohoo! Um, I did not know what I was expecting it to be like. It was very different than I think I thought it was going to be, but I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, Isn't that fun? It is super fun. So I gave it four stars. Um, I didn't give it five stars. Um, wow. I, aren't you disappointed in me? I am. I didn't really love the ending. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I didn't. I wanted it to go differently. Did you? Yes. Uh. I mean, like, like, I feel like there's, like, two endings. There's, like, a decision. Like, there's, like, two initial decisions. Did you want it to be, like, a final end? Or... I here's the thing what I wanted I feel like what I wanted to happen will eventually happen you know what I'm saying but I don't think that like it just you don't know that based off the way the book ends like I think eventually what I want to happen would happen but at the moment that wasn't what was gonna happen you know what I'm saying we're gonna have to talk about it okay um anyway Yes, I was just slightly disappointed. Um, I feel like the ending wrapped up differently than I was anticipating. And I was like, oh, okay, I can kind of get behind this. Yeah, I mean, it I don't... definitely like takes a turn that I wasn't expecting. But yes. I was really happy that it didn't go to like a different way. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I I was I was I was pleasantly surprised um, with the ending. But yeah, I think that there was a there was a couple of I, I don't remember if there was other things. But yeah, there's just most of the ending where I was like, I'm glad things didn't go one way, but I wanted them to go a different way. Anyway. Um, and then the other uh the then the book I'm actually gonna start right now um is My Lovely Wife by Samantha Downing. Woohoo. Okay. But, this yeah. is gonna be interesting too. I'm intrigued to know what you think of this one. I'm excited, so we'll see. You'll probably pump it out pretty quick. I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So that's that's what I got. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm so excited to hear what you think of that book and to see what next epi- next week's episode is going to be. Yeah, sometimes, we'll you know, we, we have it all planned out, but then sometimes it's fun to, um, like, see what happens throughout the week of maybe, like, we'll get an article that sounds interesting or maybe we both read a book that we really want to talk about or mm-hmm. something happens in the book world that we really want to discuss. So you just never know. And I'm excited to see what is going to happen next week. Yep. Me too. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Mm-hmm.